Jess Glynn, thank you very much for your time for today. Thanks for having me. Um, how are you? Because oh, right, last time, oh, this was cancelled because you got vertigo. Yeah, vertigo, gross. Don't ever get it. What, what is it? An inner ear thing No, every time I've said to someone, have you had it? No one's had it. It's really weird because I thought it was quite common, but apparently not. It subsided and I'm fine. Good. Excellent. <laughs> when, when did you first discover that you weren't bad at singing? When I was probably around five or six, I reckon. And it, what we did, just sang at home? Because you used Singing to sing assemb- DIY assembly at school, I, Okay, it? so I did a DIY assembly at school with my best friend. Yeah. Um, yes, I did, uh, which was really cool. You- and that's kind of when I first started to realise I was, I could sing. Yeah. That I, that I could do something other people couldn't do. It's quite a roll call at your school as well, wasn't it? I mean, that was Ray Davis and Rod Stewart yeah. and Michael Kiwanuka all went there. Yeah. Add your name to the list. It's yeah. quite a heck of a good roll call, isn't it? Jess yeah. <laughs> Do you know what? That school has an amazing music department and they were so amazing at, you know, developing, you know, abilities and stuff. But I have to say, I give them no credit for me because I'm being really honest, like, they were so unsupportive. And they, oh, really? Yeah. It was. I, I think it's so funny because as a kid, you genuinely have it in your head that you're like, you know, this teacher doesn't like me. Yeah. And, you know, it's really hard to convince a parent or convince somebody, like people, because you just think, oh, you're a little kid and you're just being cheeky. And, you know, it was really funny because I actually wasn't, like, I wasn't a nasty person. I may have spoken and had a big mouth and, you know, been a bit talky or whatever and talked back, but I wasn't a bad person. But all the kids who are a bit lippy, they Everyone they does. make it in the end, don't they? Because yeah. they were the lippy ones. It's I guess it's when you have a backbone. And I yes. don't know what it was, but my music department, do you know what? I'll never give them credit because they didn't let me do anything musically at school. I was surprised that this is only your second album. Me too. Yeah. It's like people think that I've done a lot more, you know, and it's. I think it's due to the fact because of the amount of songs that have reached yes. number one. It's taken me a little minute to accept the actual thing and to be able to like talk about it and be you know humble you know it's hard to like I feel people sometimes think you're being you know yeah, yeah I got number ones but um, it's um, it's insane to think that that is a title that I have mm. haven't only had one album yes. you know um, it blows my mind I swear to God and I am very overwhelmed and grateful for, for that success um, I just um, hope that um People know that I don't do this just for for number ones and for hits. And, you know, for me, I do music because I love music and because, you know, writing is a passion of mine and, you know, creating things like that is a passion of mine. And it's just so incredible that people kind of, you know, join a ride and, and can relate that much to my songs. Because that period between the two albums, you said that you've learned, and I quote, to make yourself happy and stop thinking that someone else will do it for you. Yeah. I think that is um, something I definitely learned through writing my first album. I think it was, you know, going through a breakup, you often feel like um, you're never going to see that light and you're mm. never going to smile and feel like genuine happiness again. I don't know if you've been through that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. And you genuinely, and you, and you really rely on another person's opinion. Um, And I think a lot of the first um, album, before obviously completing that, a lot of the opinions that I respected was of of my my partner. And um, it took me a while to realise that actually, you know, I needed to trust myself and to believe in myself as you know as a talent. Um, And I think. Again, through through writing this this second album, you know, it's been another um, another 
life lesson, which is it's been amazing actually to to go through that through two albums. You know, um, you know the first album was I guess it was like finding hope through heartbreak, and I guess this one's a journey of self acceptance for me, um, and it's finding like that happiness within me, um, and knowing that you know who I am is enough, and and that's you know how it should always be. And I think a lot of the time, you know, when when your life changes in this industry, you're pulled in every every direction possible by so many, by the industry, by your fans, by your family, by your friends, and it's really hard to find a um, to find a way to be. Yeah, it's, it's 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 an escape, but it's also like. Who am I with you? Who am I with you? And who am I with you? Because oh, right. okay. you, you don't know who to be. Yeah, it's yeah. It's, a, it's like a persona. It's like, I've always just been Jess. You know, it's just, I've always just been me. And I, and that's all I know how to be. But then there's this pressure of like, you know, you're, you're a role model and you need to look amazing and you need to say the right thing and you need to do the right thing and you need to say yes and you need to say no and you need to be right or, and you can't be wrong. I think that's what it is. I've, you know, been living that life of being in the middle constantly. And I think at first you feel like it's wrong and it's not right and you're lost. But it's not about being lost. It's not. It's actually, it's actually quite, um, you know, it's, you it's okay. Yourself. Yeah, it's yeah. finding you in, in, the, in the middle of all of that. And, you know, um, constantly being asked this, that, da, 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 da. It's like it gets to the point where you go, do you know what? It is what it is. It is. That's it. Exactly. It is what it is. And if people don't like it, they don't there have you go. to. You're not forcing them to exactly, like it. Exactly. Yeah. Your hair looks amazing, by the way, on the the cover. Ah, oh, thank you so much. It's, it's, it's yeah. if I could describe it. You're <clears throat> in an open top car, leaning on the outside of it, uh, with this huge frizzy. Yeah. Do you describe yourself as a redhead? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. With this. Fantastic. Ginger, oh. red, whatever. Yeah, you don't, no, nothing, nothing offends you, does no. it? No. No, good, good. I think people have this, it's so funny recently, people, because I've worked with Ed yes. on the record. Again, you're preempting all my questions. So that sorry. was the next one. Go I'm on, so go sorry, on. I'm so sorry. So no. I've worked with him on one song we wrote together and obviously people have got wind of that. Yeah. And they're like, oh, you know, this whole ginger prejudice. And I'm like... <sighs> Why is it still a question? Exactly. You know, I used to, I used to like when people brought that up, I'd, I'd get a bit embarrassed. I'd be like, oh, you know, I'd find it uncomfortable. I was like, you know, when you're younger, obviously, and people have this, this view or whatever it is. Um, and I'm like, what is there to be offended by? Or like, what is, like, I just don't get it. No. They're like, are you sticking together? Like you two ginger? I'm like, no, we just... It's like if two brunettes were in a studio yeah, yeah, together, wouldn't, it wouldn't be even a conversation. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I know we are like a minority. I do know that, but then again, so are like other things. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> there's no there's no need to draw attention to the fact. Yeah, it's just weird. Like, oh my god, two ginger people who work together. <laughs> Whoa, it's like, oh my god, that's a really big deal. Um, and I'm like. Is that really a big deal? I'm not deal? even going to go down yeah, that route, Jess. I'm don't. not even because I was going to say that collaborations are are de rigueur these days. Um, you went to LA, didn't you? Previous to, to, to writing, uh, whereby you co-wrote with lots of different people that were thrown in with you, mm. and you didn't really get on with everybody, did you? So um, the process of this album has been in very. Uh, it's been in like three different parts. Um, so it started in 2016 and uh, I went, I was in America at the time and I got in the studio for a couple of weeks 
and I had a lot of fun and it was a bit premature, but it was fun and it was nice to just get some something out um, and to just start the process. It was very premature. I locked that off. I had a lot going on. I was touring the world, went back to touring. Um, I finished that year and took some time off, went away and then... Um, yeah, I just was doing me for a minute and then I was like, right, okay. So it was the end of that year and my record label, like, and I was obviously really keen to get back in the studio. It had been a while. I hadn't been in since before, you know, the first, like it had been years. Mm. Like to go in and solidly start making stuff. So I was like, yeah, I'm ready, you know, um, can we can we do this? And the label were like, no, we want to do this. And I was like, do you know what? Cool. I was like, I'm so open to try something new. Um, you guys have been great to me and, you know, um, everything that they had taken me through with the album, you know, I trusted them and they came with the goods. And so I was like, you know what, compromise, I'll do, I'll do that. Um, let's put together a schedule and cool, I'll go to America. So they put together this amazing schedule for me um, to go to L.A. for like two months um, and in a, in a lot of amazing sessions, may I add. Um, and I went. In January 2017, um, and I went for that January and February, and it was amazing. I was in with some incredible songwriters, producers. I took Jin Jin with me, who I write a lot of a lot of stuff with. Um, she's like my security blanket, you know. Right. Um, and you know, we went in with so many amazing people and did some incredible sessions. But what it was is that there were so many sessions, and it was um, a lot of one day here, two days here, they're moving on to the next one. And for me, um, it takes me a while to open up and to be myself, um, especially with people I don't know. And um, I feel like the whole period of time was amazing. I got some incredible songs out of it. However, I just felt like I got a little bit lost in where it was that I was going. There wasn't much structure, and I guess there can't be really when everything's so disconnected and you know, you're in with one person one day and someone else the next. Mm. Um, I guess the thing that holds it all together is you. Um, but I guess the minute you kind of lose lose track, I mean, they're not going to really find that for you. Um, and so I came back and I had some amazing material um, that I was really excited about, to be honest with you. Um, but it wasn't really um, slotting together. Like, the puzzle didn't really, really fit. And, um, and in all honesty, there was a bit of a weird moment with the label and with myself that kind of brought it to a point where I actually just wanted to stop and I wasn't ready, and I kind of retracted from the whole thing. Um, and I was like, I'm, I'm not going to do anything for the time being. I was like, I need some time out. I, I took a step back. I lived for a bit, did a few shows here and there, and I just, yeah, I just kind of lived a humble life. And then um, it got to the end of summer, and, you know, I'd been through a few different things. I'd just come out of a relationship, and I felt like I was really ready to get back into into the studio. Um, I really wanted to um, do it my way. <laughs> so I approached the label and I just said, look, can I just take these people away with me? Can we go to a, a space that's not a studio, it's in the middle of nowhere, just like I wanted to originally. And in like, this country? In this country, yeah. Um, I did actually want to go to Jamaica. Oh, but right. um, because there's this there's, there's a studio there called the G-Jam. Like, it's like, I really want to go there. Um, but to be honest with you, in order to get everybody out there and do it the way that I wanted, it was just going to take a long period of time and actually it wasn't worth it. I can do that another time. Um, <laughs> and so they actually, you know, they went away and they were like, Jess, this is what we've got, this is what we're going to do. And they presented me with such an amazing idea. 
um, this beautiful house in Sussex in the middle of nowhere um, with all the people that I wanted plus a few extra people that I hadn't worked with before that they suggested and I was totally open to to working with um, and it was a really oh, it was such an organic honest space to just work in you know it was a house it was massive um and we had like you know a cinema room a bowling alley a swimming pool and all of those amazing things but when you break it down we we set up in a living room the back room and a bedroom the cinema room you know we had good food every day and we all just had fun and got to know each other and everybody understood me and what it was that I wanted you know for this record and you know we became like a little family and everybody, everyone felt so comfortable and felt energised every day. And it wasn't any... Nobody felt like they had to be there or like they were working. Everyone felt like they were doing something that they wanted to be doing that they loved. Yeah. And that's where, you know, I did that week and I finished that week and we walked away and I was like, I feel complete. And that was the week you wrote the album? In. Yeah. Brilliant. Good way of doing it. Yeah, it was. And I wouldn't say that every single song... Um, I'm, I'm telling you, not every single song was written in that week. There are a couple either side that yeah. I did um, outside of that week, but that week basically structured the whole album. Can I say one thing about the lyrics to All I Am? You can, yeah. The freckles on my arms spell out your name. When I first heard it, I had to listen twice because I thought, because you got arm spells, it sounded like arse. Oh. <laughs> the freckles on my ass spell out your name. Oi, that's so funny. <laughs> spells ass. That's so funny. The freckles on my ass spells Oi, out your name. Spell that's out so your funny. Name. <laughs> yeah, no, it's definitely my arm. On your arm. Good. <laughs> right, well, Jess Glynn's new album is called Always In Between. It's out on the 12th of October, and you can catch her live at the Brighton Centre on the 21st of November and the BIC in Bournemouth for the final date of the UK tour right. on the 2nd of December. Jess, you seem to be in a very very happy place. Oh, thank you. I wish you all the best thank and always so on between. Thanks for your time today. Oh, thank you so much.